Hello everyone, this is the VOC, the Voice of Conservatives, signing on for another episode today. Uh, going out to you on October 22nd, 2021. This is Season 1, Episode 9. It's really crazy to me how I am almost completely done with my first season. Uh, don't worry, it's not like TV shows where they make you wait a year. I'll probably just jump right into the next season. Um, I just like making it out as seasons. It's more organized and laid out. And let yeah, let's just get right into today's daily news. All right, getting right onto our news section coming from Fox News on foxnews.com. Goodness, I love Fox News. It's so good. Okay. So, first article. All right. Alec Baldwin's family was spotted packing up to head to the Hamptons on Friday following the deadly shooting on his movie set. Baldwin's assistants were seen packing luggage in cars a day after the actor fatally shot cinematographer Halyana Hutchins, (laughs) 42, on the set of his upcoming movie, Rust. Production on the set of Rust has been halted indefinitely after the prop gun was misfired. Wow. That's huge news right there. Someone was also uh, hospitalized. Joel Souza. So, his tragic accident. That's, wow, that's crazy. Prop gun. (sighs) Wow. That's, that is ridiculously crazy. So Alec Baldwin killed somebody. Tragic accident, obviously, but golly, man, that's big news. Boss of Haitian gang threatens to kill kidnapped missionaries. Yeah, I saw that. $14 million, so your government wants to dish out on a completely ridiculous uh, plan to spend trillions and trillions of dollars, which will do nothing but silence conservatives. But they can't pay, I can't even remember the total, might have been been $17 million maybe, to free these Kidnap missionaries. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Arizona makes bold move to stop Biden vaccine mandates. And you're telling me that Arizona was a blue state. No. All right. Marine fights off gas station robbery attempt. I saw that, actually. It was awesome. Yeah. 
sweet, yeah. What's behind the shortage of pumpkins this season? I actually am kind of interested in that, so I want to read this real quick. Um, there's really not much going on in the news today, actually. Oh, Lyft sexual assault data shows 360 rapes over a three-year span. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is going to be a very, very short news section. There isn't much that's going on, okay, today in the world except for Alec Baldwin killing somebody. So the U.S. could be facing a pumpkin shortage because of several issues, including weather conditions, shipping issues, and fungus in some areas. I mean, weather conditions for pumpkins? No. It's just a stupid joke. From the Biden who stole Christmas. Okay. Oh. Price of pumpkins increase, yes, because the inflation under Joe Biden, that's right. Huh. <laughs> oh man, that's what do you get when you divide a pumpkin circumference by its diameter? Pumpkin pie. That's wow. Mm. Ah. That's that's a very silly joke, I'm gonna tell you. Very silly joke. Okay. Let us sweep right through here one more time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting tired of how stupid people are getting. UNC Chapel Hill presenter goes viral for discussing right hand privilege. Oh man, that's filth. <laughs> oh man, people are so stupid. Get over it, you pansy. It says right-handed privilege. It's easier, makes life easier. Sense of belonging to fit in. The world is organized for right-handers. More access, more opportunity, more advantage. <laughs> people are so stupid. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's filthy. Wow. It's just plain stupidity. Trying to bring privilege into everything. Just get over it, you stupid idiots. I mean, golly gee. I just don't understand how people can think that they're, like, just everything privileged. Like, they say white privilege. It's a joke. You know, it's not true. There's no white privilege. There's economic privilege, I will say that. Um, Right-handed privilege. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just another one of stupid things. Well, yeah, there's not much to talk about here in the Fox News section. This is only seven minutes. I've done 20 minutes before uh, just because of how many good things that were there to discuss. But 
Anyway, we're going to get right on in to why Donald Trump is the best president that America has ever had. I am so excited to get into this. There is just so much to talk about. This is going to be a very, very long show. So let's jump right in. All right. Before the worldwide pandemic, Donald Trump and his administration built the strongest economy in American history. Medium, uh, medium, median household incomes rose to its highest in history. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the median household income in the first year of Obama's administration, 2008, fell 3.6% to $50,303. In Donald Trump's first year in office under his administration in 2016, the median household income rate rose to the highest it has ever been on record, passing 2007 and 1999 income rates to $59,039. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the median household income rate in 2019 rose to $68,703, over $18,000 more than Obama's administration in 2008. That's crazy when you really think about it. The poverty rate also hit an all-time low at 10.5% in 2019 under the Trump administration. Previous low in 1973 at 11.1% grew to the near grew to nearly 15% in 2011 under the the Obama administration, and in 2014 the highest poverty rate recorded with 46.7%. Wow. Employment in America was its highest ever recorded, with 160 million Americans employed under the Trump administration. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate dropped to 3.5%, the lowest rate since 1969. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor uh, Statistics, the black unemployment rate was at the lowest in history, at 5.2%. There's a bunch of, there's this huge, you know, statistics list dating all the way back from 2011, going all the way into 2021. Huge numbers back there under Obama. And then as soon as Trump is sworn in, I mean, these numbers drop dramatically. Donald Trump and his administration lifted nearly 7 million people off of food stamps, according to Fox News. Yeah, unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Americans with a high school diploma all hit record lows while the Trump blue collar boom saw wages grow faster for workers than for managers or supervisors. Yeah, before the coronavirus invaded our shores, we built the world's most prosperous economy, said uh, WhiteHouse.gov. So all this, all this information right here I'm sharing from you is from WhiteHouse.gov. Um, America gained 7 million new jobs, more than three times government experts' projections. Middle-class family income increased nearly $6,000, more than five times the gains during the entire previous administration. The unemployment rate reached 3.5%, the lowest in half a century. Achieved 40 months in a row with more job openings than job hirings. 
more Americans reported being employed than ever before, nearly 160 million. Jobless claims hit a uh, nearly 50-year low. The number of people claiming unemployment insurance as a share of the population hit its lowest level on record. Incomes rose in every single metro area in the United States for the first time in nearly three decades. Delivered a future of greater promise and opportunity for citizens of all backgrounds. Uh, before I continue here, people say, oh, but Biden created all these jobs, you know. No, Biden did not create all these jobs. Those were Americans going back to work after they were laid off due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Unemployment rates for African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, Native Americans, veterans, individuals with disabilities, and those without a high school diploma all reached record lows. Unemployment for women hit its lowest rate in nearly 70 years. Nearly 7 million people were lifted off of food stamps. Poverty rates for African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans reached record lows. Income inequality fell for two straight years and by the largest amount in over a decade. The bottom 50% of American households saw a 40% increase in net worth. Wages rose fastest for low-income and blue-collar workers, a 16% pay increase. African-American homeownership increased from 41.7% to 46.4%. Brought jobs, factories, and industries back to the United States. Created more than 1.2 million manufacturing and construction jobs. Put in place policies to bring back supply chains from overseas. Small business Optimism broke a 35-year-old record in 2018, hit record stock market numbers and record 401ks. The, the DOW uh, closed above 20,000 for the first time in 2017 and topped 30,000 in 2020. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ have repeatedly notched record highs uh, they achieved a record-setting economic comeback by rejecting blanket lockdowns. An October 2020 Gallup survey found 56% of Americans said they were better off now than four years ago, even in the midst of a global pandemic. During the third quarter of 2020, the economy grew at a rate of 33.1%, the most rapid GDP growth ever recorded. Since coronavirus lockdowns ended, the economy has added back over 12 million jobs, more than half of the jobs lost. Jobs have been recovered 23 times faster than the previous administration's recovery. Unemployment fell to 6.7% in November from the pandemic peak of 14.7% in April, beating expectations of well over 10% employment through the end of 2020. The eight percentage point decline in the unemployment rate from April to November is the largest seven-month reduction ever recorded. Under the previous administration, it took 49 months for the unemployment rate to fall from 10% to under 70%, uh, 7%, uh, compared to just three months for the Trump administration. Since April, the Hispanic employment rate has fallen by 10.5%, Asian American unemployment by 7.8%, and Black American unemployment by 6.4%. Let me just tell you something. If you see a black person, there's people that say, oh, it's polite to call them African-American. No, it's not. Every single black person that's alive did not migrate from Africa themselves. M like, literally, almost all of the black people 
and the United States were born in the United States, making them just black. <laughs> uh, if you want to go off the the if you want to get if you want to say African American, you would call white people European American if you were saying it that way. It's absolute nonsense. Okay, eighty percent of small businesses are now open, up from just fifty three percent in April. Small business confidence hit a new high. Home builder confidence reached an all time high, and home sales hit their highest reading since December two thousand six. Manufacturing optimism nearly doubled. Household net worth rose seven point four trillion in quarter two of twenty twenty to one hundred and twelve trillion in all time high. Home prices hit an all-time record high. The United States rejected crippling lockdowns that crushed the economy and inflicted countless public health harms instead of safely reopened its economy. Business confidence is higher in America than any other G7 or European Union country. Stabilized America's financial markets with the establishment of a number of treasury department-supported facilities at the Federal Reserve secured historic trade deal to to defend American workers. Oh man, let me just take a quick break here. Let me tell you, Donald Trump is by far the best president this country has ever had. Do your actual research. I beg you not to be indoctrinated by by false claims. By the way, if you didn't already know, this is all of Trump's accomplishments in office, all of his administration. Okay. Immediately withdrew from the job-killing Trans-Pacific Partnership, ended the North American Free Trade Agreement, and replaced it with a brand new United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, the USMCA. The USMCA contains powerful new protections for American manufacturers, automakers, farmers, dairy producers, and workers. The USMCA is expected to generate over $68 billion in economic activity and potentially create over 550,000 new jobs over 10 years. He signed an executive order making it government policy to buy American and hire American and took action to stop the outsourcing of jobs overseas negotiated with Japan to slash tariffs and open its market to $7 billion in American agricultural products while ending its ban on potatoes and lamb over 90% of American agricultural exports to Japan now receive preferential treatment and most are duty-free. Negotiated another deal with Japan to boost $40 billion worth of digital trade, uh, renegotiated the United States-Korea Free Trade Agreement, doubling the cap on imports of American vehicles and extending the American light truck tariff, reached a written, fully enforceable Phase 1 trade agreement with China on confronting pirated and counterfeited goods, as well as the protection of American ideas, trade secrets, patents, and trademarks. China agreed to purchase an additional $200 billion worth of United States exports and open market access for over 4,000 American facilities to exports while all tariffs remain in effect. Achieved a mutual agreement with the European Union, the EU, that addresses unfair trade practices and increases duty-free exports 180% to $420 million. 
secured a pledge from the EU to eliminate tariffs on American lobster. First, the United States-European Union negotiated tariff reduction in over 20 years, scored a historic victory by overhauling the, Amer- the, the Universal Postal Union, whose outdated policies were undermining American workers and interests, engaged extensively with trade partners like the EU and Japan to advance reforms to the World Trade Organization, the WTO, issued a first-ever Comprehensive report on the WTO appellate appellate bodies' failures to comply with the WTO rules and interpret WTO agreements as written blocked nominees to the WTO's appellate body until the WTO members recognize and address long-standing issues with the appellate body activism submitted five papers to the WTO Committee of Agriculture to improve members' understanding of how trade policies are implemented, uh, highlight areas for improved transparency, and encourage members to maintain up-to-date notifications on market access and domestic support. Took strong actions to confront fair trade practices and put America first. We are not even halfway done with this, by the way. This is very, very, very long. Okay. Impose tariffs on hundreds of billions worth of Chinese goods to protect American jobs and stop China's abuses under Section 231 of the Trade Expansion Act of 1962 and Section 301 of the Trade Act of 1974. Um, By the way, they're kind of separated into different sections. Uh, There is one part, I believe, that talks about all the things that Trump did for women, especially. So when you call him a sexist or a racist or anything... You just need to shut your trap. All right. Directed an all-of-government effort to halt and punish efforts by the Communist Party of China to steal and profit from American innovations and intellectual property. (coughs) Imposed tariffs on foreign aluminum and foreign steel to protect our vital industries and support our national security. Approved tariffs on $1.8 billion in imports of washing machines and $8.5 billion imports of solar panels. Blocked illegal timber imports from Peru. Took action against France for its digital services tax that unfairly targets American technology companies. Launched investigations into digital services taxes that have been proposed or adopted by 10 other countries. Affordable and high-quality child care for American workers and their families. He doubled the child tax credit from 1000 to 2000 per child and extended the eligibility for receiving the credit. Nearly 40 million families benefited from the child tax credit, the CTC, uh, receiving an average benefit of $2,200, totaling credits of approximately $88 billion, signing the largest ever increase in child care and development block grants, expanding access to quality, affordable child care for more than 800,000 low-income families. He secured an additional $3.5 billion in the coronavirus aid, relief, and economic security. Um, which they called CARES Act to help families and first responders with child care needs. Created the first ever paid family leave tax credit for employees earning seventy two grand or less. Signed into law twelve weeks of paid parental leave for federal workers. Signed into law a provision that enables the new parents to withdraw up to five thousand from their entire amount without penalty. 
when they give birth or adopt a child. Advanced apprenticeship career pathways to good paying jobs. Expanded apprenticeships to more than 850,000 workers and established the new industry recognized apprenticeship programs in new and emerging fields. Established the National Council for <laughs> Council. Uh, established the National Council for the American Worker and the American Workforce Policy Advisory Board. <laughs> oh, sorry, the AWPAB, the American Workforce Policy Advisory Board. Over 450 companies have signed the pledge to America's workers, committing to provide more than 16 million job and training opportunities. Signing an executive order that directs the federal government to replace outdated degree-based hiring with skills-based hiring. By the way, the only reason I do not have this podcast on YouTube is because YouTube would block every single one of my accounts that I have. Um, really don't want that to happen. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Here's a section. Advanced Women's Economic Empowerment. All right. This, this one's a real doozy, let me tell you. Okay, included women's empowerment for the first time in the president's 2017 national security strategy. Signed into law key pieces of legislation, including the Women, Peace, and Security Act of the Women Entrepreneurship and Economic Empowerment Act. Launched the Women's Global Development and Prosperity, um, which was the WGDP initiative. The first ever whole of government approach to women's economic empowerment that has reached 12 million women worldwide. Established an initiative new WGDP fund as USAID. Launched the women's the Women Entrepreneurs Finance Initiative called WeFi with 13 other nations. Announced a $50 million donation on behalf of the United States to WeFi, providing more capital to women-owned businesses around the world. Released the first ever strategy on women, peace, and security, which focused on increasing women's participation to prevent and resolve conflicts. Launched the WGDP2X Global Women's Initiative with the Development Finance Corporation, which has mobilized more than $3 billion in private sector investments over three years. Uh, preserved American jobs for American workers and rejected the importation of cheap foreign labor, pressured the Tennessee Valley Authority, the TVA, I know what that is, to reverse their decision to lay off 200 American workers and replace them with cheaper foreign workers, removed the the TVA chairman on the board of TVA board member, rescued that. Sorry, let me repeat that. Removed the TVA chairman of the board and a TV board, uh, TVA board member. Uh, he rescued the American economy from the impact of the coronavirus pandemic with nearly $3.4 trillion in relief, the largest financial aid package in history. Secured an initial $8.3 billion Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Act, supporting the development of treatments and vaccines and helping to uh, procure critical medical supplies and equipment. Signed the $100 billion Families First Coronavirus 
Relief Act, guaranteeing free coronavirus testing, emergency paid sick leave and family leave, Medicaid funding and food assistance, signed $2.3 trillion, Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Cares Act, uh, providing unprecedented and immediate relief to American families, workers, and businesses. Signed additional legislation providing nearly $900 billion in support for coronavirus emergency response and relief, including critically needed funds to continue the Paycheck Protection Program. Signed the Paycheck Protection Program and Healthcare Enhancement Act, adding an additional $310 billion to replenish the program. Delivered approximately $160 million relief payments to hardworking Americans. Through the Paycheck Protection Program, approved over $525 billion in forgivable loans to more than four uh, to more than 5.2 million small businesses, supporting more than 51 million American jobs. <clears throat> the Treasury Department approved the establishment of the Money Market Mutual Fund Liquidity Facility to provide. Uh, liquidity to the financial system. The Treasury Department, working with the Federal Reserve, was able to leverage approximately $4 trillion in emergency lending facilities, uh, sign an executive order extending expanded unemployment benefits, signed an executive order to temporarily suspend student loan payments, evictions, and collection of payroll taxes. Small Business Administration expanded access to emergency economic assistance for small businesses and faith, faith-based faith entities, protected jobs for American workers impacted by the COVID-19 by temporarily suspending several job-related non-immigrant visas, including H-1Bs, H-2Bs without a nexus to the food supply chain, certain H-4s, as well as L's and certain J's. These sources were all stated by White House to Gov under the economy, economic, <laughs> economy and jobs section during Trump's administration office. So, yeah, Donald Trump, by far the best president America has ever had. Uh, I will say that there were a few things that I disagreed with in the administration. Uh, but very, very minimal. Uh, child tax credit is not that great because <laughs> you end up having to pay it all back. Um, as well as uh, making eviction like you can't evict anybody. You know, student loans being laid back too. I did not like that. Um, but very, very minimal things. Um, <clears throat> now this is all wrote by me. Okay. With a bunch of various sources. Okay. The Trump administration wiped out ISIS and its leaders. He was the first president to not start a war or conflict in 50 years. He prevented a war with North Korea and held China accountable for it. 16% wage increase for low income and blue collar workers. He made peace with Israel, he made peace with Turkey, he made peace with North Korea, he restored relations with Russia, he restored the HBCU funding um, when Biden cut benefits for HBCUs, which is actually hilarious to me, uh, created opportunity zones that are economic development tool that allows people to invest in distressed areas in the United States, 
Their purpose is to spur economic growth and job creation in low-income communities while providing tax benefits to investors. Tax Cuts and Job Act. That's, that Tax Cuts and Job Act was amazing. I already stated that in a previous show. I believe it was the one that said that rich pay a lot more in taxes. Fixed the economy in six months, established the Abraham Accords, built the wall to keep the evil MS-13 cartel and gangs out of America, built wall to get rid of illegal immigration, cheap gas from $1.97 per gallon with Trump uh, to now well over $3 per gallon with Joe Biden. He made America highest producers in gas and oil, secured making America energy independent, he drained the swamp and got rid of all the corrupt and evil politicians on both sides and fired them and brought in his people. He is not racist. CNN and MSNBC, the corrupt leftist media sites that produce fake news, altered what Trump said. He didn't say that all Mexicans were evil rapists and murderers. He said cartel and gangs were, and he wanted that out of America. <laughs> So, make America great again also means make America exporters again. Make America have jobs again. Make people believe in living the American dream again. Come and be successful and have nothing to do with race, which Democrats are pushing for race to be part uh, of everything, which is truly awful. He gave funding for the next 10 years for historic black colleges and universities, the HBCUs, which has never been done due to funding. His net worth was cut in half. And he did not collect a single paycheck, uh, paycheck while he was in office. And to help America, he did all that to help America. But Obama's net worth increased 30 times. <laughs> Tells you how corrupt he is. Um, he left the life of luxury to serve American people. He is not doing it for power. He already had power. He's not doing it for the fame. He already had fame. He isn't doing it for the money. He already has money. He wakes up every single morning to all the insults and hate. And only gets a few hours of sleep a night because he is working for America. He is doing it because he is fighting for the American people. The media hates him because he is serving the American people. Because he is putting America first. And they, and they do not know how to handle him. He, not, he modernized the NEPA, the National Environment Policy Act. Uh, he strengthened military budget. Authorized $28 billion to an uh, uh, aid to farmers. Significantly reduced prices for everything. $1.8 billion autism funding bill. Criminal justice reform. On December 21st, 2018, President Trump signed into law the First Step, uh, the First Step Act. The act was the culmination of a bipartisan effort to improve criminal justice outcomes as well as to reduce the size of the federal prison population while also creating mechanisms to maintain public safety according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. He rebuilt new military and established Space Force. He's not a politician. He's a patriot. He backs the blue. People are starting to regret not voting, and they want to vote Trump. And because all these secrets and lies the Democrats are hiding get revealed, and they are exposed, and people are realizing the left is fighting against the American people because... Uh, what the end of in the end of the day, what the Dems want 
is full control over this country, and we the people are not going to give it to them. He signed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the largest tax reform package in U.S. history. The fact that these people get so up in arms over a reference to Trump just goes to show how easily manipulated they really are. Holy crap. I just got, I mean, I I zoomed right through that. I mean, that's one of the largest sections I have. And I zoom like that, like nothing. Golly. Anyway. I have not uploaded any new videos in well over, well not well over. Well, I guess we'll just say it's it's been over a month anyway. Um... <laughs> been it's been a while I'll, I'll say that uh i haven't been up to politics so much lately i need to get back into doing more i did a lot a lot on september 19th but um trying to just you know divide everything perfectly uh, burp. It's funny. Anyway, I like to have fun here. If you don't like my show, just leave the show. It's simple. Don't leave a hateful comment, even though I really don't care, because if you take so much time out of your day to, you know, call me out and call me a jerk, it really shows what a, what a real clown and rat that you really are. Um... If you see a pile of dog poop, are you going to step in the dog poop and scream at it? Or are you just going to avoid the dog poop? So don't, don't, just stop, please. Um, another thing that I want to put out is the Confederate flag or the rebel flag is not racist. I mean, seriously, you are stupid if you think that. The red in the Confederate flag represents the blood of Jesus Christ. The white border represents the protection of God. The blue X represents the Christian cross of St. Andrew, the first disciple of Christ Jesus and patron saint of Scotland. The 13 stars represent the 13 southern state of secession. Thus, the message of the Confederate battle flag is through the blood of Jesus Christ with the protection of God. We, the 13 states, are united in our Christian fight for liberty. That's all it is. All it is is freedom and God's protection. It's not racist at all. Just another one of those things where the left tries to brainwash people into thinking, I mean, it's so stupid. It really is. Um, I'd say my most worked on uh, section is debunking and just just saying that transgenderism is a mental disorder because it, it is there is i mean i might even yeah okay i'm gonna do it uh there is so much that i wrote down here um i'm gonna get out a how how many characters how many how many characters are in this entire thing so Word counter. 
Here we go. Oh, here it is, right here. Wordcounter.net. So words, not characters. Oh, okay, it says wor uh, words and characters. Okay. So let me paste. Ooh, doggy. So now I actually have a part two because I ran out of space for this one section. Copy. Oops. Okay. So now we'll start here. Yeah, that had a few. Okay. So the total of the transgenderism ideology, how it's stupid and it's not truthful, has a total of 4,101 words with a grand total of 22,520 characters. That is, that is literally insane. Like, that is crazy. When you, when you really think about that, though, Wow. Keyword density. Gender was said 37 times. Men was said 36 times. Women was said 30 times. People was told was said 29 times. Sex was called 25 times. Being 23 because 18. Change 16. Need 15. All 14. That's pretty cool. When you really think about that. Mentally ill was said nine times. Care about eight. Facts care about your feelings. Uh, facts care seven. About feelings is seven. It's saying facts don't care about your feelings, but it's broken it down for some reason. Men, women said seven. Women, women, seven. Women, men, five. Mental illness, five. Same female. Four, gender, sex, four. Facts, care about, seven. Care about feelings, seven. Men, women, women, five. Women, women, men, four. Always define matter, two. Define matter, change, two. Because facts, care, two. About feelings, born, two. Same, se same cells, same, two. Cells, same chromosomes, two. Uh... I saw broken up pretty badly. <laughs> it's, saying, it's saying facts don't care about your feelings. But it's it's just weird. So I said gender was said 37 times. That's pretty funny. So I'm going to clear all that out. Let's see how much total was in the... Why Donald Trump was the best president we ever had. Okay, there we go. Copy. Oh, I just hit paste. Undo. Uh-oh, I did something. Something has been done. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm just going to open up something new here. 
Ah, oh, man, that was not good. I accidentally hit paste instead of copy. That could have been really bad. Okay. But I, I said every single part right there, though, so. Okay. Oh, boom. Total of 3,036 words for the why Donald Trump was a was the best president we've ever had. 18,841 characters. So American was said 34 times percent, 20, job 16, billion 16, administration 15, over 15, million 15, unemployment 15, workers 15, signed 15. Let's see what the least least said word was. Nearly a million people. <laughs> signed executive order was for huh. oh my gosh reading level was college graduate level so that's eh. it is a lot this is economy it's a lot about politics Oh my gosh, that's crazy though. Absolutely crazy. This is a pretty cool thing. When you really think about it. Right. It is it is super cool. Oh yeah, there's my there's my book. Huh. I'm working on a book if you didn't know. Started on September nineteenth, but Huh. Didn't really finish <laughs> at all. Didn't even get close to finishing. But I'd like to work on it uh, a lot more. It just, it's so, I mean, authors. All my respect to authors. I mean, that was crazy hard. Like, crazy hard to do that. Like, literally crazy. Okay. Oh yeah, here's my story I wrote. It's pretty cool. I wrote a story, a short story. It's pretty cool. I need to write more about politics. I need to. I need to. Uh... Oh okay. So I had to tell one thousand words on my short story. So how can I write four thousand words of politics but only write like so many words and. A short story. I don't know. I don't really know. Just gotta add a bunch more stuff. It's okay. Not a bunch more stuff. It's gonna be easy, but... Still. Anyway, I had a, I had a great time today talking, you know, politics, talking a bunch of stuff. It was a little bit more of those... It's a, it's one of those shows. How about I say that? I don't know how to really explain it. It is one of those shows where it's like... I spoke a lot in a very short amount of time. It, this was a very... I'm very happy with the results of this show. Uh, this was a great show. Uh, I'm gonna... But it wasn't really me. It was me talking to you, but, like, literally I was just reading off of what I had wrote. Usually I sprinkle in my own words and everything. It was not like that today. Um, but, hey, it's okay. Anyway, thank you for listening in to today's podcast. My name is Grady Spencer. I got I got the brand new iPhone 13 Pro. Hopefully the sound quality is 
awesome. Uh, maybe it'll sound better, who's to say? I, it probably should. Uh, but I didn't really look up that kind of specs, obviously. Yeah, over a month and I'm back inside the podcast game. I'd like to record another one tomorrow or maybe even tonight, who's to say? Uh, I had a great time talking with you guys. Thank you for listening in to the latest podcast of the VOC, signing off. Hey, Donald Trump is your president, and if you like it or not, keep the energy you had with Barack. Cause you know this Trump train don't stop. Tell Beto to please come try to take my block.